Hello and welcome to the Revolution City Church podcast. I'm Dave Hager and I trust you enjoy this podcast. Thanks for listening. So I actually was preparing for um, a message and then a few days ago, God said, share this. And I have to admit, if I look nervous, it's because I am. <laughs> it's it's a message that it's um, during these times so, that, you know, God always speaks hope and purpose and planning and all good things. Um, I'm just I guess I take this, it's an honor, it's, you know, to be able to share with people, whether it's just one person or, you know, um, multiple like us. And so I, um, I'm going to try and, and stick to the to the time frame and honor, honor that as well. Um, the sh- message today is the bottom line. Are you guys able to see that? Can you see that at all? Okay. I'll just see if is that better? Have you got the full screen? Yeah. Okay. So um you know, in the last twelve months things have been happened in my life, my faith has been tested, my beliefs have been tested, my my character has been tested, all these things um have happened and I feel that um, I ne- I went into a deeper place of faith with God, um, and um, this is something that a few days ago I was talking um, to God about, and and um, I I'll just try and stick to these notes because He said that one of the things that have happened. Um, is that truth in now at this day and age there is the truth is something that is not commonly um, known you know people make up their own levels of truth and things and the bottom line the reason I I named that message the bottom line is because um, from Oxford in Google it says it's the fundamental and the most important factor so for us as Christians the bottom line is that there is such a thing as truth and you know going back to when Jesus was before Pontius Pilate and Pontius Pilate summoned him and he had his um, his verdict in his hands and he was going to Jesus and he asked him, you know, are you king? Because people are saying that you are king and they've brought you before me for that reason. Are you king? And in John 18, it's Jesus response. You are right in saying I am king. In fact, for this reason, I was born. And for this, I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. And Pilate's response is, what is truth? And that's very much a question that people are asking now. And Jesus said, you know, everyone on the side of truth listens to me. So when we look at what is Jesus about and his message, this is basically his truth, his word. And it's something that is not um, commonly known or read by people these days you know the bible but however remains the best-selling book of all time um and you know what in i i have to admit there have been times in my life as well that i have 
not gone to the Bible for answers and things, you know, and there has been things where sometimes he has felt like it's been a little bit of a um, an effort to read, but at the end of the day, the word of God is truth. And one of the things that we it, God brings us back to, like in Romans 8, 28, it says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So all these things that can happen throughout life, it says that God works good things for those who love him. So we can believe and we can trust that he always brings us to something that is always better and good. And um, we're just going to go through a few things throughout Bible history, right? Because this is about um, obviously his truth and, and it does and he, it's written so that we can reflect and we can look and see how God has used circumstances and has used things in order to bring people to um, a better place. So we'll start with um, in Genesis with Joseph. You know, Joseph, he was taken out of his land. He went into a foreign land. He went into Egypt. And in that place, um, obviously, he went through some trials himself, some personal trials. As we know, he was not only put into like a position of a slavery where he was serving, but also he then got put um, in jail. He was falsely accused um, for many years, but he didn't give up hope. And then in an instant, God promoted him and then put him in a place where the land would have been um, succumbed to devastation because of this famine. But actually God had the answer to the problem already. So, and he told Joseph about that. You know, and then not only that, but also by the end, you know, he used him so that he could take him into inheritance with his family. He saved the family and he helped lead the nation to a future. So I put in there, you know, God had a strategy, a plan and a purpose. So we can see something that was that it could have been a far worse um, end result for the land, for the nation. But God had a strategy, a plan and a purpose. Um, same thing with Moses. He raised the man of faithfulness and persistence. He took, he used that man who was born into a kingdom that it wasn't his. Like he he was born into Egypt. He was raised an Egyptian, but he he himself was a Jew, and so he was in that kingdom, but he wasn't of it. And then he used that man to take a nation out of slavery into um, the promised land. And in that time as well, he used him to teach the others on how to live a, a, a godly life, you know, a good life, a life that is going to bring good fruit. Um, and this land, this, this promise that he had, you know, it did come. It came through another guy, um, Joshua, his successor. So God's word holds its weight. Even though there was a long time in the process, you know, God's word holds its weight. Um, in Daniel, we've got a man of honor and integrity. So this guy, he was a Jew, <clears throat> excuse me, and um, King Nebuchadnezzar, you know, broke in and they took the Jews into um, Babylon 
and it wasn't a great time for them. I mean, they were going through some difficult times um, already, and this was still, you know, more difficult times and taken out of their land. And then what happened was that Daniel, regardless, he honored the leader who was King Nebuchadnezzar. So King Nebuchadnezzar was a prideful man. He was an arrogant man. He was, he was not a good man as such. But then, because Daniel was in a position of influence, what happened by the end of his life, King Nebuchadnezzar actually humbled himself and he ended up exalting God in his life and recognizing that he wasn't the one that people needed to bow down to. It was God, but that was as a result of Daniel's influence in his life. And then Daniel went and also um, went on to serve another king, um, King Darius the Maid. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but King Darius, he was the one that ended up putting him, because of this law that had been written, he ended up putting Daniel into the den of lions. But then when he saw that God had protected him, actually what happened is that he issued a decree for the whole nation to bow down before God. So Daniel had kept um, true to serving God all this time. And as a result, even when he was in that den of lions and seeing the outcome and um, God honoring that, the scripture says in Daniel 6, 26 to 27, this is King Darius speaking. He said, I issue a decree that in every part of my kingdom, people must fear and reverence the God of Daniel for he is the living God and he endures forever his kingdom will not be destroyed his dominion will never end he rescues and he saves he performs signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth he has rescued daniel from the power of the lions like what an amazing decree for somebody leading a nation recognizing god and saying i'm issuing this decree and you know it's such an amazing um testament of how one person that God uses in position to influence an entire nation. And then, of course, we've got Jesus. You know, at the time when um, God was birthed on earth, there was great sadness because if we recall, when Jesus was born, King Herod actually issued an order for children to be um, killed at that time. Um, And... The fact remains, though, that God's promise was not affected. You know, God remained in control, but there is oppositions to the promises of God. There are things that come into play to get us off course, to get us distracted, to bring fear into our lives um, and, and, you know, to bring destruction. But that, that is not God. That is not God's doing. Um, and we are at the moment in a situation where obviously things are rough and tough. Um, That's why it's challenging to deliver this. But the matter of the fact is that there is such a thing as truth and God's truth is his word. And his word says that he is in control and that he looks after us and that he has a purpose and a plan for our lives. Um, He has not forgotten us. And, you know, Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 says, 
that he will never leave us or forsake us. Um, so this world, though, the fact is that there is such a thing as lack of accountability. People do as they please. People say whatever. They do whatever. There is no accountability. Um, but the truth is that there is a right way and there is a wrong way. And I've realized that by looking around in the last couple of weeks, like people have come to a realization or it's coming to a realization where they're seeing things in their life that they believe were necessities were are actually not. Things that they worshipped like um, you know, sports or money or their um, occupations and all these things, you know, those idols have fallen down in people's lives and in some of the things that I have seen, things have been shaken up. Um, and what is it that remains at the end of the day? You know, when you put your faith in all these things, what is it that remains? And the truth is that there's only one that you can actually put your faith in, you know, and that is God. Um, he is unshaken. Even when we get shaken, he remains unshaken. Um, so the word of God is, is, is a pillar, it's a foundation, it's a blueprint. And I have spoken to a couple of people that have not ever read the Bible before, but they say that they are, you know, people of faith. But now they're starting to read because now they're getting curious. Now they're starting to open pages and find out what is it that actually God does say. So, you know, God is bringing people back to his truth. Um, which is ultimately the right foundation because, as mentioned, everything can get shaken, but when you stand on him, he is unshaken. Um, and idols that have been placed in people's lives as well, you know, those things have come down too because um, when you can't worship sport and you can't worship all these other things um, at the moment, you know, because at the end of the day, like we don't have life the way that it was, you know, so it's like a matter of, you know, people coming to realize what is, what is, what is it that I'm doing? What is it that I'm doing? What's my day to day? You know, what is it that I'm looking to? What is it that I'm looking to for meaning? Um, those kind of questions are starting to, to um, rise up in people's lives. And, you know, once upon a time in society, like God was a point of turning for people, like people would actually go to seek counsel from godly um, people and turn to him for advice. Um, but I believe that that is coming back. Like the voice of God is going to be coming back into society in greater influence. Um, but in order for that, there's been certain things that have needed to be shaken. And there's a scripture um, that God gave that he he showed me here and basically just highlights because down halfway through it says you must understand that no prophecy um, of scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation prophecy had its own origin in the will of man but the but man spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit sorry a little bit has been cut off um, that I can't read properly but basically you know the 
that prophecy, like people speaking, like God speaking through people is something that is going to be seen a lot more in places of greater influence. Um, because for one, it's in here, you know, it is it is God, it is the Holy Spirit, it is biblical, but also like people's perceptions and mindsets also have needed to somehow be shaken up in order for people to be more um, able to hear what God is going to bring. Um, so for a long time, you know, there's been a forgotten, a forgotten truth um, but people are going to be without excuse because he's bringing it all back to him. He's realigning, repositioning, making the revelation be to all people. But it starts with his church first. It starts with us believers. Um, and nothing will stand in God's way. When he wants something, when he's going to do something, it, that is some. no matter what opposition comes, it is not going to... Um, affect the way that he brings what he wants to do um, because it's he's God at the end of the day um, but yes stuff has needed to be stripped away and realigned um, and the thing is that people of God need to also have needed to understand as well that we can function as believers outside of a building you know when it comes to um, like this thing you know coming together on Sunday church isn't about meeting in a building like that's something that you know is is quite foreign for some as well and also you know um being out there on a podium it's not about that either you know what is it about oh that's my timer sorry <laughs> to say so that's it. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so it's um what's my train of thought? I thought that was Billy. <laughs> Billy the cat. <laughs> that's my timer. Yeah, so um just the thing that Jesus Jesus doesn't do social distancing, you know, even though we we might not be <laughs> yeah, we, we might not be in a building but he still he doesn't yeah. do social distancing. Um so yeah, it's. I think that was my last slide. So I might just stop share. Fantastic, Claudia! What a great Is word. Right? Yeah, so good. So good. Yeah. Thanks so much. I mean, you know, um, God's God's truth is absolute truth, and things are being shaken right now. You feel like society's been shaken big time, but also the church has been shaken. We're coming out of our comfort zones. And, uh, I mean, I feel like in this season, God's going to raise up the Daniels, the Josephs, uh, the Moses, uh, deliver leaders. He's bringing solutions to society. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's, an, that's a great message. All, the, all those people had a backdrop of tough circumstances. Um, 